Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The Peanut Butter Falcon is, is an adventure story set in the world of a modern Mark Twain that begins with Zach, a young man with Down syndrome, runs away from a nursing home where he lives to chase his dream of becoming a professional wrestler and attending the wrestling school called the Saltwater Redneck. Through circumstances beyond his control, Tyler, played by a, a small-time outlaw on the run, becomes Zach's unlikely coach and ally. Together, they wind through the deltas, elude capture, drink whiskey, find God, catch fish, and convince Eleanor, played by Dakota Johnson, a, a nursing home employee with a story of her own to join them on their journey. And that is the backstory behind this wonderful new film called The Peanut Butter Falcon. And we're joined today by the writers and uh, the co-writers and co-directors of the film. And that would be Tyler Nielsen and Michael Schwartz. To both of you, welcome to Film School Radio. Thanks so much for having us, Mike. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Thank you. This is such a fun film, uh, really kind of an unexpected uh, film in uh, in the sense that it is it is an adventure. It's a true adventure, and it it's just a great story. And I just I'll ask I'll start with you, Michael Schwartz. Where did this story come from? I mean, it was inspired by a good friend of ours, um, Zach Gottsagen, who we met at a camp for people with and without disabilities, and also Tyler grew up in Outer Banks, North Carolina, which is where the film is set. So the crab fishing lifestyle and sort of the classic elements from Mark Twain stories all all braided together to to make this movie. It is a story. That the it is the Mark Twain element of it. This is refreshing in that it's a. It feels like a Mark Twain story, but it's it's also a sort of a modern update to it, uh, and it's just so. It's such a, a wonderful journey to be on with these two main characters of uh of zach and tyler they're just so um they they respect one another it takes a little bit of time for them to kind of find uh, find their their uh common ground but it is such a, a such a great buddy picture i guess that's how i would say it it's a great buddy picture yeah uh, the friendship and love story it really is Tell me a little bit about attracting this cast because you have an amazing cast of Academy Award winners, nominees, uh, all kinds of people on your production team. Um, we would know from Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, how did this all come together for you? I mean, I, th I would just say a stack of miracles. <laughs> like a thick stack of miracles. Getting a movie made is a miracle, but doing it with the producers of Nebraska and Cold Mountain and Little Miss Sunshine and Mudbound and some of our best friends and Bruce Dern and John Hawks and Thomas Hayden Church and John Bernthal, not to mention Shia LaBeouf and Dakota Johnson. It's just a stack of miracles. I don't even know how it happened. It's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, because exactly. I, I've forgotten Nebraska, of course. Uh, they worked with... Uh, with Bruce Stern on uh, Nebraska, that production team, yeah. A and uh, yeah, some of these people, John Hawks is, it, it, yeah, all of these people, they're all, and the thing is, is everyone seems like they were all in. Everyone, it feels, everyone kind of, it feels like they got it. 
they they were really in on the like not only on the storyline and the, the character of development but they were in on the tone of the film totally i think well tyler and i to get it made we didn't have agents or managers or any famous friends when we started the process so we made a trailer um, a, a sort of a five-minute trailer that we shot with our buddy Dave and Andrew and Zach to show that he could do the performing. And we showed that to people. It's very specific. Even some of the, the shots that we shot for that are in the final movie. Um, so that was a really helpful way, A, to get somebody to read the script, because it's a lot to ask to, to get people to read the script. It's easier to say, hey, we have this five-minute thing. Do you like it? Yeah. And then everybody's on the same page creatively going towards the same target. Let's make that. Yeah. Let's make that movie. Yeah. Well, let, let's let's kind of review the storyline. I kind of went over it, but but basically, uh, Zach escapes from uh, the home that he's in, and he before he, he leaves there, before he gets out, we see that he has a strong connection to wrestling. He watches apparently the same videotape over and over. Uh, his particular hero that he he loves uh, in in the wrestling world. And then from there, he, when he escapes, we have sort of the parallel story. Shia LaBeouf has his own story, kind of a guy who's uh, tortured by some memories of his brother's death and things that are kind of really eating him up. And he, he sort of is acting out, if, if you will, in, in, his own, in his own life. And it's causing a tremendous amount of un- upheaval in his life. So those two meet up. Do you want to take that storyline any further, or how would you like to explain to our audience sort of what the other sort of uh, characteristics of the story are? I mean, yeah, just watch the trailer. It becomes just a road story, and the guys get to know each other, and uh, Dakota Johnson plays a caretaker at the retirement home who, who sets out after Zach to find him, and... I don't know how much more I want to give away. You I think don't. it's more fun to not know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly right. Well, let, let's back up. When you're on set, I'm going to, uh, Tyler, I'll start with you. You're on set the first day. I don't know what your first scenes are. I don't know who, who was in your first scenes, first day of shooting. But for you as a filmmaker, the two of you, uh, chime in whenever. But what is that like to, to stand on set with somebody like Shy and whoever else was there was, was Bruce Dern or John Hawks or what, what is going through your mind? Uh, and what, how are you preparing yourself to begin this, this am- amazing experience? Um, you know, we had been preparing for years. So what was, was going through my mind was I was pretty calm, pretty quiet and ready to go. Um, you know, when you prepare for the game for as long as we had, it was, it, wasn't out of nowhere surprise. Like we weren't just th- thrust onto set and uh, from um, you know from beyond our reach. Like we had been working really hard to get there, uh, and we knew exactly what we were doing. Um, I mean, we, within reason. You know, we 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 knew what we wanted, and we knew that, you know sort of the best way we could get there. And but yeah, it wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't scary. It was mm-hmm. it was exciting. Yeah. Um, it was exciting that we had convinced people to to be there and to, to make art that we had written. But, um, it was, uh, it was calm, cool and collected, like going into uh, a championship football game that, you know, you're going to win. Did you have time to rehearse? Did you get any rehearsal days or what was your, like your, uh, we prepped a lot. Yeah. And I think, um, the characters like Shia worked on a crab boat to get to know that world really well. Um, he and, he and Zach, we drove around, 
the country roads with the two of them sitting in the back of a pickup truck, really getting to form a bond. And we talked a lot about the emotional tones, but in terms of running lines, I think, you know, we didn't do that. I think they did it, maybe Shia and Zach a bit on their own. And then we really like um, coming on set and, and rolling and being able to capture the unexpected turns or mistakes and finding that magic there because it comes through, I think, in a in a performance that is not over-rehearsed. It feels a little bit more organic to me, at least I'll speak to me. The scenes with, with uh, Zach and Shia are remarkably developed in terms of acting. And I've, I've, it feels like he really, Shai really took an interest in developing that to the point where it just feels so natural with between him and Zach. Yeah. Yeah, I think those guys, I mean, Shia is probably one of the best actors I've ever seen. You know, he's, even, even the other people in the cast, it was really special to see everybody loving everybody else, but even, like, down to the, the craft. Some of the other actors that had been nominated for Oscars just saying, wow, Shia is one of the best actors I've ever seen in my life. And I think he cares a lot. And he cares and he does prep. Um, and he cares on set and he listens. I think that's such a big thing, being present and listening in a performance. is a, um, you, can, you can do the prep, and when you're really well prepped, you can throw the prep out the window and listen right. and react and respond. Right. And I think that's the level that he got to. Right. Well, for me, watching the initial scenes of them the getting together working out their handshake just the way that uh, yeah there's a there's just a, such a comfort level and you so appreciate that when you see it especially it's so completely fundamental to the success of the film for them yeah. to have that foundation and then uh, uh john hawks who i just I just love his work. There's everybody in this film. I mean, really, Bruce Stern. I mean, and Thomas Hayden Church is always, he always brings an element of, I would say comedy. It's not what I, the word I'm looking for. But he he lifts. How about levity? Levity. There you go. That's exactly, yes, the levity to whatever he's working on, whether it's sideways or whatever it is. He, But he's, he's even though he's deadly serious, there's almost there's something in his the the his way his bearings or the way he talks. He's fun to watch. He's, He's really fun to watch. There you go. You're you're yes, perfect. And and let us not forget Zach Godsagan, who is just terrific in the film. I mean, he's acting. There are scenes in this film where there's no doubt he has put in the time to be good at his craft. And it, oh yeah, I mean this isn't this isn't a documentary. Like Zach <laughs> never lived in a home. He has a great relationship with his mom. Yeah, but he's playing, you know, and he's playing frustration. He's playing ambition. He's playing a really well-rounded character, and I'm I'm so proud of the performance that he gave. Absolutely, absolutely. I I this is a film that will get a fantastic amount of word of mouth if it you know after its initial week or so there'll be people who again it reminds me a little miss sunshine in the sense that it has this spirit about it it is it's got this amazing amount of heart in it and um i yeah congratulations on all of it well, thank, thanks yeah, so much yeah, and and yeah. i know um we have to go here we have another one coming but thank you so much for for getting on the phone with us mike i really appreciate uh, it well thank you both i want to thank the co-directors co-writers of the film 
Peanut Butter Falcon. That would be Michael Schwartz and Tyler Nielsen for being here today on Film School. The, the film opens here in Los Angeles area at the Arclight Cinemas in Hollywood, the Regency Theater Cinema Cut, as well as the Landmark in Los Angeles. And here in Orange County, it opens at the Regal Edwards West Park starting today, August 9th. To both of you, thank you so much for being here on Film School Radio. All right, thanks. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.